Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode 104. I'm Ryan Thogmartin. That is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison. Jeff, you are back in your uh, natural habitat with a, a cigar in mouth and glass in hand. Yeah, it's a little libation. It doesn't hurt anybody. <laughs> there you go. It's fantastic. Glad to see you back there. I am out in somewhere different in our office, just kind of on a laptop and some different scenery. So um, I'm excited. We've got an awesome episode today. And uh, what do we got coming up? Well, I'm excited about this show because we're going to discuss some issues that have been brought to the forefront the last couple of weeks of pricing. Yeah. Um, GPL prices online or not, and why. So we're going to discuss that here in just a few minutes. Uh, it's a big deal. But uh, before we get started, uh, let me tell you what else we have on tap. We're going to have a fresh spotlight on the funeral director. Um, we're also going to have a new WTF. And this this isn't really a WTF. It's something I think is a great idea. Yeah. But you know what? Not a bad idea. So What's hot in the funeral world right now, the news? Um, you know, kind of the, the biggest story of this week is the grief therapy dog, Kermit, that was taken down to Parkland uh, School to uh, not a planned. Um, it kind of, the, the article's on Connecting Directors, but it kind of happened um, right place, right time, and was a massive benefit to students and people down there that the dog was able to just comfort. Um, you know, it's interesting. I've, uh, had an experience with a therapy, a non-traditional experience with a dog that wasn't a therapy dog, but my grandfather had uh, surgery and the thing out of surgery that he wanted the most was to be able to see his dog. And it was, uh, kind of opened my eyes to the, 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 I am, I'm a pet person, but not a diehard pet person. So, um, to see just the response that's given to an, an animal showing up uh, to comfort somebody was was pretty phenomenal. So uh, that was uh, an exciting, positive thing that um, came out of this entire tragedy was just the uh, the ability for a dog to comfort people. So uh, interesting, and it's a, a trending, emerging topic in our profession, I believe. Right, just something new that's coming along. I think it's something we should embrace. And uh, as you said, why not have some new fresh ideas that does yeah. nothing but help our profession Absolutely. overall. So um, we're going to jump into the More You Know Minute, and this comes from Andy in Alabama. Is posting my funeral home ads and obituaries on LinkedIn okay? Um, against their terms? I'll answer service? that. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, easy answer is no. Uh, there's nothing... Uh, but there's nothing uh, um, against the law of posting obituary ads, but they just don't belong on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a professional business network. Um, job ads and and you know if you're hiring, that goes on on LinkedIn and business connections. Obituaries are it's not a B two C network, so no, it's not going to make sense or work or be of any value on LinkedIn. Period. Yeah, I just don't see. It. I've actually sent some private messages to. Funeral homeowners, now don't do that. Just it, it doesn't help you any. Yeah. But hey, they think it's social media, but don't understand the whole deal. Yeah. By the way, you're a professional social media guy, right? Yeah, I know a little bit about it. Dabbled in it for a couple All right. months. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, look, you get what you pay for, and if you don't want to pay for it, you pay the price at some point. That's right. Um, 
this more you know minute was brought to our friends at the fast funding group you know jamie merritt and that c and j crowd love those guys um before we run their promo let's make sure folks remember the funeral isn't over until it's paid for right so there's no sense in an accounts receivable going on for 90 days you trying to get your money so jamie or whoever's going to share it with us tell us what it's all about What payment method do you prefer families use for your goods and services? Most funeral homes and cemeteries prefer cash check or credit card over life insurance as the preferred method of payment. However, families who use life insurance are able to purchase the funeral service of their choice and spend 31% more on your goods and services. By encouraging more families to pay with insurance, you can create a better experience for the family and become more profitable without increasing your call volume. The reason most firms prefer cash check or credit card over life insurance is that insurance companies are a hassle to deal with and payment can often take weeks or months to receive. With CJ Financial, you can receive funding within 24 hours of verification of benefit, thereby eliminating the hassle, headache and cash flow delay in processing insurance death claims. Let us show you why hundreds of funeral homes all across America choose CJ for their assignment funding needs and why many associations, accounting firms and industry leaders recommend C&J to their clients and members. All right, Jeff. Well, uh, a little bit different episode today. We're not going to interview somebody, um, but there is a very important topic that has been coming up again more frequently in our profession. Um, and we, we covered a story a few weeks ago about the FTC um, wanting to again require funeral homes to list prices online. And Mm -hmm. this is a a conversation that we have with a lot of our clients regarding social media ads and and Facebook ads specifically. And this is a conversation that you are privy to um, with probably the majority of your clients as well. So uh, we're just going to discuss this topic again of of pricing online, the the pros, the cons, the values, the not valuable. But uh, I think that you and I are both in agreement that it makes a lot of sense to have these prices online. Right. So let's look at it compared to other industries. So unfortunately, everybody else doesn't have to do it. So I kind of agree in some respects, why is the funeral industry getting picked on? You know, physicians' offices, other folks don't have to expose their fees. Conversely, um, you know, why as consumers – we're, we're all consumers, and if you were shopping online or looking for something and you didn't see a price, more than likely you move on to the next one. And unfortunately, what's happened is the folks who are price-driven, they're leading the discussion. That's right. Correct? Yes. You know, and so there's sort of a balance here. Um, from my perspective, and certainly I believe you'll chime in in just a minute, if you have a great website, if you have a great web presence and you do a great job social media wise, um, the compelling is the compelling story is your story, what you do in the community, what you serve, what your business is all about. Unfortunately, according to NFDA, um, most funeral, or excuse me, most consumers don't know the difference between one funeral home and the other. Well, if I've never visited you before, your website is king. If I'm online and I'm in social media, I find out as much there. Yeah. What are your thoughts? No, I agree with you 100. And uh, you know, we 
This is a conversation that we go down with a lot of our clients because we run a lot of Facebook ads for our clients. And we have a lot of clients that do not want to disclose pricing simply because they don't value, they don't know that the consumer is going to be able to determine the value based off price, which I fully understand. However, I just want to speak from a, a straight data perspective and what actually drives more business for funeral homes. And when we put prices on Facebook ads, regardless of what that price is, when we have a price on the ad, the conversion rate goes up by 75% simply because there is transparency and the consumer is seeing exactly what they want to see. They're seeing a price and what they're going to get for that price. And they're smart enough to understand that if they add more, it's going to cost more. If they take out something, it's going to cost less. So there is a lot of value in showing the price. And you mentioned it when we started this conversation. You said the ones that are the discounters are the ones controlling the conversation. There is this false sense that Funerals are driven by price in this profession because that is exactly what's happening. The only one advertising price is the discounter. So then that puts this false hope that, yeah, everything's price driven and I'll never be able to compete with the discounter on a price level. That is not it. What we see through the data that we can pull on social media and running over 200 lead campaigns per month for clients is the consumer stops the price shopping when they find that Facebook ad that has the price on it. They don't continue to search. So they just want the transparency. And unfortunately right now, in a lot of markets, a lot of funeral homes are getting ate up because the only one advertising price is the discounter. So they're winning the right. business. Right. There's a, there's the NFTA consistently puts out great data and a poll they did. And this has remained the same. That the number one reason a person chooses a funeral home because they know the owner or somebody works there. Number two is that they've been to a service before or they're familiar with it that's been recommended by a friend. Number three, proximity to their geography where they live. And then number four, falling down there is price. We do surveys for um, at the foresight companies for our clients. And we know what the consumers or those families are saying. And you know what? They're not coming to your funeral home because of price. Let me, let me just say this, and this is a fact. If price was a driving factor in our business, everybody would be out of business. Everybody would be driving Kia cars, right? There'd be no BMWs. There'd be no Cadillacs. There'd be no, guess what? There'd be no Camrys out there. Mm -hmm. And by the way, you can build a car, whether it costs $13,000 or $90,000 on the on a website now. So there's a balance in there. The bottom line is how do you differentiate your firm apart from anybody else by telling your story, what you do, and providing the service? Right. The price doesn't matter at that point. Right. Does that make sense? No, it makes 100% sense. I mean, I just got back from Disney, and believe me, we don't go to Disney because it's an economical, smart choice to take your kids to Disney. We go to Disney out of the value that we get of having our kids there and the memories that we create. and it's no different. People buy from people and you've got to be able to tell your story and you've got to be able to create value and price becomes, as you just mentioned, third, fourth, fifth, maybe not even relevant because of the value that we see. Funeral homes that are worried about putting price out there, when I have the conversation with them, are the same funeral homes that don't necessarily provide the most value and there's a lot of smoke and mirrors that go into their reasoning of why they don't want to show price and uh yeah.
the funeral homes that provide a ton of value and are confident that their service is what it's worth are okay putting price out there and they're they're cleaning house they're doing very well because the consumer is getting the transparency that they want i mean where else can we go it'd be like going to the grocery store getting all your groceries putting them in the cart and not having any idea of what anything costs until you get to the register it just doesn't make sense we'd never do it yeah i'm with you and you know for all the others that don't go to disney world you have the county and state fair right <laughs> but it's the same thing i mean what are you going to do right well, I, I think this is a conversation that's not going to cease because, again, that's if the right. FTC gets into it, then um, it's not going to be much of a choice. The issue is, I believe, number one, make sure that your so your website and your social media program is strong, telling your story. Prices are not the factor, that's right. and we need to get over that. And you know what? Charge what you need to. Don't make your charge based on what the guy otherwise known as a schmuck the rest of the year is. And you say, well, I'm going to charge $100 less than a schmuck. Who's the real schmuck, right? It doesn't make sense. It's awesome. All anyway. Right. Well, let's carry on this conversation in the uh, comments below if you've got something you want to add. And I don't think this is a conversation, like you said, that's going to die. And it's obviously something that we'll follow up with and, and look at some innovative ways funeral homes are you know, handling this issue and, and doing it right. So uh, make sure you comment below. If you do not agree, make sure you really comment below and, and let's keep this conversation going uh, and, and, and build out some rhetoric here. All right, Jeff. Exactly. Um, this, this, so, uh, well, who brought ahead. us, who brought us this part of the show? Well, it's brought to us by Sitch Caskets. Uh, you talked about Price. changing the world and being disrupted. Uh, bottom line, I, I've seen them. I've been in the business. Uh, I know funeral homes that use them. I firmly stand behind it because guess what? That phone that you're looking at is made in China. All those interiors that you fuss about on the quote American made, guess what they're made? They're made in China. And almost everything that's wood now is going south of the borders or north of the border for that matter. So anyway, let's roll Sitch's uh, promo because they're the guys. Funeral Nation is sponsored by Sitch Casket. Sitch has changed everything for funeral homes facing declining profits from cremation, with casket quality equal to the top domestic brands, but at half the cost or better. Enter now to win a free Sitch casket at sitchcasket.com. Sitch, only your accountant can tell the difference. All right, Commander, great conversation. Excited to see what the comments bring. Um, what do we have in our, our spotlight segment today? Um, I think... This, this is a pretty easy one, and it's unfortunate, but all the eyes are on Florida. Yeah. Uh, based on the massacre last week, we've got um, those funeral homes down there that are providing services of the victims of those uh, that mass shooting, and it's terrible. Yeah. And so our hats off, our shouts out to you guys in Florida for the great work you're doing because thousands and thousands of people and their eyes are upon you, and we're grateful for the work that you're doing. We'd love to have one of you guys reach out to us and kind of share with your experience. But nonetheless, um, the spotlight's on our Florida funeral homes and directors. We thank you for what you're doing. Absolutely. Okay. On a uh, kind of lighthearted subject, our WTF segment makes its uh, return. And uh, what, what do we have? I just, I don't, you, you found this or it was sent to you or something so tell me what we've got here well i think it's awesome 
that to the, the consumer's eye. Um, this was a nurse that was uh, had died, and the uh, people who attended the funeral put band-aids on the casket and wrote notes on there. I think that's a phenomenal yeah. idea. Now, I know we're going to get some folks that are, quote, traditionalist, thinks this is terrible, but I think it's awesome. Yeah, it is. I really do. You're 100% correct, and uh, I love this as a WTF because the fact that it even raises eyebrows of, like, what's happening um, – is mind-boggling to me. This is things that we should be doing on every single service, and there's a way to personalize every aspect of this. It's going to be meaningful. And I know when we were, when I was with my father-in-law's vault company, we would have sharpie markers um, at the grave, and people would write on the carapace messages, um, you know, on the vault before it was closed. So I, I think this is absolutely beautiful, and uh, it makes you wonder what what the rest of the story is behind this. So uh, kudos to this funeral home and uh, great find by you. It's good stuff. Thank you. Um, you know, uh, I could make a really snide remark about Band-Aids being on a certain brand product that is that bad holding it together. Oh, but that wasn't, the, the, <laughs> that wasn't the reason. But uh, anyway, <laughs> take a look. Once again, <laughs> we've got, uh, we've got a, a wonderful photo, a wonderful idea how to serve families better. <laughs> All right. You got it. You heard it here first. No. All right. Um, <laughs> what do we got coming up next week on 105? Let me tell you what. This is going to be probably one of our biggest shows ever. We've got two titans, two giants in the funeral industry. They're going to be on our show interviewed by us before anyone else. So you want to stay tuned, folks. You want to watch this one. I promise you, you won't regret it. This is, this is like... Um, it's going to be like American Gladiators, and you've got the two most famous gladiators squaring off. And But this is a, a not a battle, but a conversation. It's going to be awesome. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a big deal. That's it. So this wraps it up, and uh, I look forward to us uh, bringing this thing next week. But seriously, give us your ideas. Tell us your thoughts. Argue with us. Yes. Say you like it. Say you don't like it. But, you know, the conversation is what makes things change. You got it. Because we need it. Anyway, brother, good job again today. Yeah, you too, sir. All right, Commander. Until next week, have a great effing week. Out here. <laughs>